You're listening to the Be Healthy Naturally podcast, episode number 68. Dr. Shane and Liz Watt. We are doing this podcast because we are trying to bring knowledge and education to create a new way of thinking about our health. Knowledge is the key to a happy, healthy life, and our goal is to help you live your best life. So join us and let's learn together. Jenny Layton is a leading time management and organization expert mindset coach, and the creator of the Life Organized podcast. Her signature system and programs have helped thousands organize their life, reducing clutter and overwhelm for her clients so they can make space for what matters most. Jenny, welcome to the podcast today. We are so glad that you're here. We had you at our conference, and I know there's a lot of people that they just get that buzz around organization and you are the queen of organization. So can you kind of tell us a little about you and how you got into what you do? Yeah, I think you're right. Organization is kind of a buzzword for people. So I'm always happy to have this conversation and I love organizing because it's just blessed my life so much. I think I've always been a pretty organized person, but when I became a mom and when I was, I started working as a direct sales consultant for a company, there were so many things I wanted to do, but even being naturally organized, knowing how to manage my home and knowing how to manage my life with the added responsibility of a child and running my own home and then running this business, it was too much. And so something had to give, I had to quit working for this company and I really dedicated the next you know, section of my life to figuring out how can I make my home and my life run and be organized so that I have the energy and the time and the space to do some of these other things that I love. And so that's really kind of my mission behind getting organized is it's really great to have a beautiful pantry or to have those nice containers that are labeled and I'm all about it. But really the focus is how can we get you organized so that and then fill in the blank. I would assume your listeners really prioritize their health and you know need more time and energy and space to work on their health. And so getting organized can be just a really beautiful thing to help you open up that space in your life so that you can accomplish more of the things that mean the most to you. Well, a lot of times, you know, most, let's be honest, this, this podcast is all about being healthy and living in a natural way, right? So people are probably going, what does this have anything to do with natural health? Well, the reality is it's, it, it is have to do with uh, like mental health, right? Because if your mind's always into clutter, your body's into clutter. If you if you're, can't focus because of doing everything's a, a disaster in your life in terms of not being organized, you're never going to be able to organize your own health, organize the things in order to get the things you need to do for your health. You know, whether it's working out, whether it's eating properly, preparing food properly, all that kind of stuff, your time is always going to be on the back burner. And so then you're not going to be able to do the things you need to do. So that's how we kind of are incorporating organization, your specialty into this. Yeah, I've got a saying that external clutter creates internal clutter. And I think what you just described is that in a nutshell, you know, like if your pantry is such a mess and it's so overwhelming that it's hard for you to want to cook, that's a problem in a healthy lifestyle. Or if you're overcommitted in your life and you have so many 
um, different things you're doing. You just don't have the time to maybe exercise or, you know, do some of those little things that are important for your health. And so when we get organized, really what we're doing is we are creating space and systems to support whatever is important to you. That's what I'm so passionate about. And I'm excited to offer some of that to your listeners today. You know, when I started on my health journey and be able to change things, it was that organization that really helped me because I had to go through my pantry. I had to create times in my life that I was going to do certain things because if, if not, it's kind of like it just, oh, what's the quickest thing in the pantry to eat, right? Well, that's or why people what is, get off diets, right? Yeah, I don't because have... Because they don't have time to cook. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's well, why she did so well. And also, it's kind of like you have a, you have a life. You have kids. And... If you don't have these things organized, then your health a lot of times goes on the back burner because you are so focused on these other things in your life, which are very important. But a lot of times we put us behind. And if we can put these systems ahead of time, then it would be able to make our process so much easier. So I want to ask you, when we organize, what is the best way to start? Our listeners are wanting to be about health. So if somebody wants to take a new health journey in their life, what is kind of the best way to start this so that we can be organized to set ourselves up for success? That is such a great question. I think that can feel really overwhelming to anybody. You know, where do I even start with this health journey? Where do I start with getting more organized? A good rule of thumb that I've learned with my clients, with my students, my audience is external clutter, again, seems to come first. It's a lot easier, for example, to know how to organize a pile of Legos. You know you put that in a bin and you put it on a shelf with a label. That's pretty intuitive to know how to organize something tangible like that. Something more intangible like my schedule and my time how do, how do you fit it all in? How do you trim something down? How do you fit in a priority? So I like to say when we first make uh, that physical space, the place that we organize, that it just seems to open up again, like clear up, you know, that, that intangible, that internal clutter so that we have more time to do things. So my first recommendation would be to think about, you know, what type of clutter seems to get in the way that's in your space And then let's focus on that. You know, if it's a certain enclosed space like a pantry or your supplements or even your closet, you know, being able to find the clothes that you need to to get dressed and exercise or do the things you need to do. There's a certain tactic that I teach to help you organize a space like that. And then there's another tactic that I use for just general clutter because sometimes when you walk in the house and that main area that you live in, it just, you feel like you've just got this tidal wave of chaos happening. That can really smother your ambition really quickly. So there's a few different strategies, and I'm happy to talk about both of those, but I think that tangible clutter is a really good place to start. And then later in the conversation, we can work into more time management and productivity because that's a great topic as well. But yeah, if we're talking about where to start, I don't know, do you want to start talking about like an pantry or something? I think people are probably really excited to hear what you're going to say with with this because this is such a struggle for everyone when they start on their health. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice to organize a space 
and have it stay organized. I think a lot of what we do seems to get undone and it's hard to measure progress that we make, but when you organize a space and you can look tomorrow and the next day and it still looks good and is still supporting you, that again is another win that just gets you more motivated to keep on your journey. So the big money maker would be how to get your kids to be able to stay on board with organizing their rooms and the keeping <laughs> the pantry. Because I think that's where, like you said, you talked about the pantry, right? And you said, yeah, it's nice to go in there the second or third day. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't really happen because the kids get in there and destroy it all. <laughs> well, that's a great comment because part of the process that I use in organizing in, it takes that into account. So we make sure that there are, you know, labels and zones and things so people know where to find things and know where to put things back. And that's one of my favorite things about teaching my organizing process to people is that they'll say, it still looks good. You know, weeks, months later, it still looks good. We build into the process how to keep it up. Um, but I think that's one of the great aspects of organizing with a system, which is what I do with my clients, is give you a system to follow so that you end up with a result that you love and that lasts. So do you want to jump into just a few elements of this? Deep end of the pool right here. Okay, so this is a training that I do that's about a 60-minute training. I'm going to give you kind of the few-minute version of it and let you know where you can get the full training if you're really interested in this. Um, but I think the first thing that's really important is to identify that space that you want to organize and then get it on your calendar to make sure that it gets done. Because we all have a lot of good intention, but time goes by and we don't quite get to it. And so believe it or not, just setting yourself up for success by identifying what you want to organize. And my advice is to really consider doing a smaller project at the beginning as you're starting to practice these tools. Because... We've all had that experience of getting in over our heads and we run out of time and then things are left half done and um, we either have to hurry and put everything back or we're living, you know, in the basement where the whole storage room is spread out all over the family room. You know, we want to avoid that. So right from the get-go, choose a smaller project, put it on your calendar and double the amount of time that you think it's going to take you and block that out on your calendar because everything always takes longer than you think. So if you are going to do, I think a perfect size project would probably be like your medicine cabinet, you know, your supplements, where you've got two, three shelves that you're working on. And I would give yourself a couple of hours for this. That might sound really excessive, but if you finish up early, that's awesome. Now you've got extra time to spend somewhere. If you're wanting to do a pantry, I would give yourself a good four or five hours on that project. So that's just kind of a guideline, but I think that first step is to just identify it, get it on the calendar, make sure you have enough time for it. The second thing I would tell you to do is completely empty the space. Have you ever been organizing before and you're like, I'm just going to do this real quick. <laughs> so you throw some things away and kind of shuffle some things around and then, you know, kind of like Shane mentioned, a few days or weeks later, you're like, well, this is exactly, I'm in the same spot that I was in before. What I've learned as I've helped people organize is that we need to just completely remodel the space. And so in so doing, we're pulling everything off the shelves. We're emptying out the space. We're sorting things in like categories so we can see exactly what we have. And this is just, you know, the Cliff Notes version of what this training is because I know there's some questions that come up and some details that we could go into. But you're sorting things into like piles you're looking at what you have and then, you know, letting go, releasing the things that are expired or that you know you're not going to use. And then when you have just those things that you're going to keep, 
this is where having those empty shelves is such a gift because you have this clean slate, right? And you can look and say, okay, it's not working for me to have this category of food, for example, down where the kids can get at it. Maybe I don't want to have the snacks down on the lower shelf. Maybe I need to have it up on the higher shelf so the kids aren't destroying the pantry all the time. And I have a little more control over that. So you start to design that space intentionally, creating zones for like types of products or like types of things. And then once you get that, you know, kind of designed in your mind, that's when you want to use containers to keep things um, from spilling out all over, you know, kind of keep those boundaries. So, um, like I said, that's the Cliff Notes version of a longer training that I do. But I think it's kind of exciting to think about um, how much better a space can serve you and how much uh, more thorough of a job you can do when you're willing to just commit that time and really kind of clean everything out and then you know incorporate those containers and label them so that people know what goes where when it gets taken out. Well, we recently cleared out our whole pantry and we had everything in the pantry on our t on our counter. Working with that clean slate, I was able to be like, okay, what a, what can we do here? And there's still, the one thing that's probably important to mention here too is that even though you think you create a perfect system, once you start living it, you start realizing that, okay, things some things need to change here. And I see some stuff in my pantry still that even though we did all of that, there's still some of those systems in there that need to be changed because it seems like some things are on top of each other, things get used more, things are taken out a lot more. And so we have to be also realizing after we evaluate it that some of these things do have to change once we start living it. I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up. One of the steps in my system is called um, keep it up or evaluate often. And what that means is once it's done and we finish the project, we can't expect it to always stay intact. And so I like to teach my clients to have what we call a habit hook. And what that means is every time you do something consistently, every time you do a regular habit, if there's a new habit you want to implement, like you know, restoring order to the pantry, we're going to hook that new habit into an existing habit that happens like clockwork. And in this example, every time you go gro grocery shopping and have to put food away, this can become the perfect habit hook to then restore order to your pantry and make some of those adjustments. You know, sometimes things will kind of get put back in the wrong spot or you might realize there's a certain part that isn't working like you mentioned. And so just having that, you know, people grocery shop typically once a week, you know, that big stock up that they do once a week. That's a really good cadence of time to reevaluate that because the pantry is being used quite a bit and within a week it's nice to restore that order and, and um, kind of protect that investment of time and money that you've made in getting things organized if you have that built into your process then you're not going to have to start from scratch like you just mentioned because it is a big project so that little tip can really save you a lot of time and energy well, I have that, plus there's plenty of other ones that I still need to work on. <laughs> but that's what it is, right? It's like you can't just go in because otherwise you get overwhelmed. And I think that that's so important when people are on a health journey is because they think that I'm going to implement everything at once. And, and I'm going to try to keep on top of it. But like you said, just start with one small little thing. One small little thing and work into that. And if we do that with our health journey, I think that it will be so much, we'll be able to 
implement and we'll be able to, you know, go through everything and be able to finally execute what our, what our main goal is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, um, one of the great benefits of making, taking action in our physical space is the momentum that it creates. And so it may just be one small thing, but you just notice how much better you feel every time you go into your kitchen to prepare food and you can use that momentum to then launch you into the next project. And it could be another organizing project where you're organizing your space, or you could start looking at, you know, how, how do I want to implement some routines in my life that will help serve me the way this organized space did. But I just love that ripple effect that happens when you've done something positive in your space. It just is a really great catalyst for other good things happening in your life, especially the things you care about. And I think as I don't know about men, but as moms, we function so much better when we have these systems in place and also, you know, we're organized and we can see uh, what's available to make for dinner. You know, it's, it's very easy to pick out. We can open up our fridge and we feel like it's clean inside and we can grab for those, the, the fruits and vegetables and I mean, that is a constant battle, I say, is that we do have to, like you said, do that habit hook of, and maybe that habit hook in the kitchen, in the fridge, is probably a daily habit hook, especially well, when you have kids. Well, also, like, our, our son is moving to Africa with his wife for a year. He got a scholarship, wow. and they're going to Africa, right? Well, he brought all of his food. He's he's staying with us until they leave for a couple of days, right? But all their food, they basically brought up. So they tried to put all their food from mm-hmm. their fridge into our fridge. And it's like now it's like, and when you open it, it's like you do, you all of a sudden feel that like, wow, this is a disaster. <laughs> because everything, <laughs> nice. it's like, that doesn't go there. That You know, it's just kind of, you get, you get used to certain things, right? And so like even yesterday, we're like, we need to, we need to, redo our fridge here because it's like we got way too many things that you know similar things and stuff like that you know well I love that you've just kind of experienced that example of I'm sure just the the thought of cooking in a fridge where it's so full you can't find what you need it's really easy to say you know what let's just eat out tonight or let's just have cereal or whatever it is that's just quick and simple I think that's just a perfect illustration of why we're talking about organizing your tangible space. It's just making me remember that the reason that I specifically certified as a professional organizer, I mentioned earlier that I just um, kind of had this quest of figuring out how to do life in a more organized way once I realized the limitations as a mother that I had in running a home and building my family and then trying to do anything else. Um, learning my own systems, but then decided to certify as a professional organizer uh, at one point after we had done some remodeling in our main living area, and my kitchen island was just full of paint buckets and drop cloths and sandpaper, and the kids would come home with their backpacks and drop everything on the counter. And as it was that way for a few weeks as we worked through this phase of our remodeling, I felt my motivation just completely drain. I didn't want to cook. I didn't want to help them with homework. And I just realized how much your space impacts. And again, I can speak as a woman and most of my clients are women. So I know that there is just this connection between the way that you feel in your space and then your motivation to do other things. And so that's why I think this topic, again, is so relevant to being healthy if you value that, you've got to organize your space and open things up so that you have room for what matters most. 
You know, we've, we've been talking a lot about spaces, but there's also another part of health, and that is incorporating, you know, not just the eating stuff, but also incorporating the other parts of, of getting in, making sure that, you know, we get that time for, you know, if it's meditation, we get the time for physical activity, we get the time to just decompose or decompose <laughs> well, to decompress. decompress excuse me you don't want to be decomposing yet <laughs> yes, there, girl. that's right decompress <laughs> that's after you die you don't have to worry about being organized so how do you think people then can organize that part of their life so now we're talking about time management and that's a whole other category of organizing and it's one that i love um so one of the things that, one of the catchphrases I like to recommend is to just to remember to prioritize your priorities. You've probably heard that before and it makes sense. And I'm going to refer to just kind of this classic visual that I know people have heard before, but do you remember that video of a jar and you are trying to fit in a lot and they show an example of if you put in the sand yeah, and then the you put in the gravel mm-hmm. and then those big rocks don't have any space and then, um, you know, representing that those big rocks are your big priorities. And so then if you reverse that and put those big rocks first, how many, how much more sand and gravel can fit in that same space just because you have put those big pieces in first. I really think that as we start to get organized in our lives and get more intentional about what matters the most to us, really identifying what is the most important action for me to take or maybe the couple of actions that at the end of the day or a year from now, I'm going to look back and be so grateful that I did, making sure that you make space for those activities in your day. And one of the ways that I teach time management that I think is really helpful, again, just refers to kind of how time is a container. And like we talked about with the rocks and the gravel, um, your day is a container. And when you're filling your day up with a lot of things that other people say are important or things you feel obligated to do or things that you do just out of habit because it's what you've always done, you're filling up that space with things that maybe don't matter as much to you. I, if we can have that visual that we're actually making space in our day for those things that matter the most, then we're going to be a lot more successful in executing. And just like I mentioned with organizing your pantry or your supplements or your vitamins or when you're organizing a space and putting it on your calendar, that activity on your calendar, putting those priorities on your calendar can really go a long way to helping you execute. So if you know that meditation is something that you really need to incorporate, you know, making that space in your day and dedicating that space to that activity is going to really help you get that done. You know, I notice also is that a lot of times we say, hey, we're going to do this and this and this and this uh, when we start. But what I started to do to be able to help me was to just say, what is the most important thing I can do for my health journey today? And that Mm. might be, you know, it might, it's probably going to be different every day, but someday it might be, you know what, I needed to just have time today. I wanted to be able to do, you know, an hour meditation today. And another time it might be, you know, I need to clear out the my pantry and get only the foods in there that I want to, you know, incorporate. And if we just do that one thing a day, I just think that 
after seven days, that's actually seven things that you've been able to incorporate. Rather than if we just look at it and say, it's too overwhelming, I just can't do it. Right. And so if you can anchor what those things are with a habit hook, again, ask yourself, when is the best time of my day, for example, to meditate, since we've been talking about that, or exercise, or um, you know, prepare my food, or whatever it is. Look at your energy rhythms and align that with your schedule. So if you are a morning person and have a lot of energy, then look at something you do consistently every morning and hook that action into that. So maybe the kids go out the door to school and you're a morning person and that the moment they go out the door, the moment you come back from driving them or send them out to the bus stop, whatever it is, that's when you ignore everything else. Just go straight into your bedroom or where, you know, whatever, head straight to the gym, whatever it is. But use that habit hook to really help you pull the trigger on that action. I think that'll help you. And I actually had another thought that I wanted to share um, because as we're thinking about some of these actions we want to take, we're asking ourselves to do things we haven't done before. And our brain can be cooperative only for so long. You know, I mean, we can discipline and muscle our way through it to a certain extent. But over time, if it's hard and it's long and we just really, we know it's good for us, but we really don't want to, it's really hard to sustain that effort. And so I am a big proponent of the baby steps, which I think, Liz, you mentioned that word earlier. Um, I There's a lot of different names for it. Um, tiny habits is one of them. Um, but how can you take something you want to do and just whittle it down to something that takes you one or two minutes so that you can be really consistent with it every day? And if as you're consistent with it, you may find that some days you've got more energy for it. You've got more capacity for it. But knowing that you can still be successful, just having that really small version of what it is you need to do, I think is another way that will help you um, just be successful and kind of create that momentum and those results. One thing I love about that is it's those little small, like you said, whittle it down to a minute or two, right? But it's knowing that you accomplish that then helps you go to the next thing because you get that, I guess, natural high within you. I was able to do that. Now what else can I do? And that just starts the, the ball rolling right there. Yeah, and I think one of the things that can be challenging with that is that our human brains want to see results and we want to see it all now. And so in as we're talking about this, it might make sense, but in the moment... If you have weight you want to lose or you want your energy to be better or like whatever it is, you've got a disease that you're trying to improve, doing just a little bit may not feel like it's going to make enough of a difference and that's where we get tempted to burn ourselves out. But I like to think of examples where you know research and statistics have shown you how fast things add up. And there was an example, the author of Tiny Habits, and the name is eluding me at the moment. Um, he was a professor at one of the big universities, and he kind of created this tiny habits, um, you know, idea that small and simple and, and specific will get you your goal. And he decided that every time he went to the bathroom, he was going to do five push-ups during the day, and he his goal was weight loss. Um he worked from home, so that was an easy thing to do, you know, not in the office next to the restroom doing his five push-ups. But every time he went to the bathroom, he did five push-ups. And that wasn't too, it was just challenging enough 
that it, there was some um, progress that happened, but what happened is over time that became really easy. So we bumped it up to seven and then he bumped it up to 10 and then to 12. And within a certain amount of time, he was doing a hundred pushups a day. And he said that that led him to being more motivated to drink more water, to take more walks. And over a course of a certain amount of time, he lost 25 pounds. And it started with the amount of effort that it took to do five pushups. When he increased that increment, it still was about the same amount of effort because the five pushups became pretty effortless. So little by little, he inched towards that goal, and it was something he's been able to sustain rather than one of those marathons, or what, excuse me, rather than one of those sprints that you try to make all the changes at once and then can't sustain it. So I just love thinking of that example and having it encourage me in the moments that I need to take tiny steps, um, you know, and hopefully listeners will remember that story and, and remember that they're making a big difference even when the action is small. So I know that there's people that are listening to this right now. And if you know somebody that's starting health journey or just love this type of stuff, make sure you share this, this episode, because that this is one of the biggest things that keeps people back from starting their health journey. Um, I know that people are going to want to be able to get a hold of you. So Jenny, can you tell us how to get a hold of you? And also you have, I know you have a free gift and also you have some training for a really good price too. Right. So I, since we talked about organizing a space and I gave you again, that high level cliff notes version, if you really want to have someone hold your hand through organizing a space, kind of like having your own professional organizer come into your own home and help you. I have a training called organize your space. It's just $29 and we'll include the link in the show notes. Is that a good way to get the yes, information? Uh -huh. Okay. So we'll include that link and that can help you get those results in that project that you want. Um, another great uh, part of that is we walk through containers and I have a lot of container solutions as well. So I know that can be kind of a tricky part of organizing. So that's one resource. Um, get Organized Fast is a free gift that I give um, whenever I speak or I'm on a podcast. And that's just 10 tips to help you organize different places in your life in a really quick way. It doesn't take a lot of effort or a lot of time. So it's really realistic and doable. So we'll include that link. And then I'd love to see you on Instagram or Facebook. My username is JL the Happy Gal. That's JL for Jenny Layton. So JL the Happy Gal. And then my website is thehappygal.com. And also I have my podcast, the Life Organized Podcast. And that's rich and full of resources to help you organize all sorts of aspects of your life. And that's probably on every single platform out there that people yep. can find you on. Yeah. And what was that podcast called again? The Life Organized Podcast. The Life Organized Podcast. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Jenny, for being on today. It was so fun. And to be able to talk to you, I know that like this is just something that people really crave to be able to have an organization in their life because once they do, then they are able to create basically the dreams that they want in their lives. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. And to listeners, I would just say, just take one tiny thing that stood out to you and take action on that, whether it was the habit hook concept, whether it was organizing a space, prioritizing your priorities. I think it's really great to listen to an episode, but it's really exciting to have results from that. So just take one little action and see what comes of it. That's right. And then maybe you can leave a comment afterwards and just let us know what the action was that you did and how it changed your life. So thank you, Jenny. 
Thanks for listening to the podcast today. The more knowledge you have, the more you will be empowered to make the changes in your life. And because of this, your life will be elevated. Your health journey is between you and your doctor. This podcast is not meant to diagnose or treat any conditions. However, if your current health care provider is not meeting your health care goals, it is time to take control of your health. If you know anyone who can benefit from our podcast, please like, leave a review, and don't forget to share it with your family and friends. Together, let's take back our health.